Hey everybody and welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I am Eli. And I'm Lilith. And today uh, we got ourselves an Isekai History episode. And for this kind of thing, we won't be doing like a full in-depth recap where we talk about like the specific events where that happened, but more the general overview of where the series that we talk about fits into the uh, chronology of Isekai and whatnot. Okay, so today we will be talking about Dog Days. Dog Days. Dog Days. One of the proto-Isekai that I believe I mentioned in our uh, overview of Isekai history. And it's from the tail end of the proto-Isekai period. Uh, wasn't it 2011? Yeah, it was a, 2011. It was like, literally like the year before yeah, SAO. The year before SAO. I want to say it was like literally exactly a year before, but don't quote me on that. I am going to quote the hell out of you on that. It was <laughs> it was several seasons before SAO, It, and at least one number before. So At least one number before. <laughs> it was spring 2011, and SAO was... Summer, I think. Summer, yeah, summer 2012. Okay, so it I was... I remember, because it, it was, was okay, nine it was, months from Future Diary. Right. So, yeah. So it was just over, just over a year before SAO came out. Okay, okay. And much like Future Diary, thank you for mentioning that, Dog Days is very much a transitional series. As we see the move from Echi and Harem series to the modern Isekai. So, let's just start with the setup. Quick recap of what happens in I'm only covering the first season just because that's really all that matters to us right now and you well yeah because the second season came out I don't know when but it came out in 2012 so it doesn't count (laughs) (laughs) yeah also yes so in dog days our main character uh I forgot to look up how to say his name but Shinku wasn't it Sink? No, it's Sinku. So the th- weird thing is that the translators for the uh, sub that I watched, which is on Crunchyroll, translated his name as Sink, as in the uh, the appliance. S I N K. Maybe they just assumed from Sinku that there's just a Japanese person trying to say the word Sink. <sighs> You're not wrong. But basically, his name is actually spelled C-I-N-Q-U-E, which is a real word. Yeah, it's like Sinku, Sinke, Sinku. But it is is a real word, and as far as I can tell, it derives from Cinco, Spanish for five. Yeah, I got that as literally just being Italian for five. Oh, really? Oh, it is. Okay, never mind then. (laughs) Sorry. I, I, I looked it up on Wikipedia, and <laughs> Sinke has the Italian word for five, and it's just a list of people, and it's got the character from Dog Days. Okay, then. All right, so uh, that's embarrassing. I don't know enough about Italian, and I just did that whole episode on Italian food. Oh, well. Anyways, so Sinku 
Shinku, however you want to say it, is an athletic, I don't know if he's a middle schooler or a junior high schooler, it varies depending on which episode he's in, but he's not a high schooler, he's like super into athletics and stuff, and he's transported to another world to serve as the hero to a nation of dog people in their war against the cat people. And, well, these are non-lethal battles, so... Just for the record, how many episodes again did it take for you to realize they were, in fact, taking the piss? Uh, two. Okay. <laughs> it was halfway through the second episode that I realized, oh, wait, no, yeah, this is not serious at all. I think it was... It started when they did, like, a... I can't remember when it started, but I do remember that it was cinched when the cat girl leader of the cat nation was wearing a, uh, whatchamacallit, a crop top and short jean shorts. <laughs> and then the the one dog girl's clothes all exploded off her. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> For whatever reason, so basically, whenever somebody gets defeated in this series, if they're like a basic infantry character or like a minor unnamed officer or something, then they get turned into a floof ball. But if you're like a major character, then your clothes explode harmlessly. It doesn't make any sense. At one point, one of the characters is captured and like put in a ball of water or something. And when she's broken out of the ball of water, she's not wearing any clothes, but she was wearing clothes when she was in the ball of water. And I want to know what happened to them. And this bothers me. So anyways, Anyways, anyways. <laughs> uh, anyways. So basically, the battles and wars and stuff, they're like athletics athletics competitions where you like LARP and beat each other up. And everybody who, who participates has to pay a participation fee. And then the winner gets 60% of that which then they distribute amongst all their participants and then the rest just goes up to the uh to the nation for as like profit <laughs> there's a weird kind of like economic sense that it makes i mean i don't know if it actually makes economic sense but there's like logic behind <laughs> setting it up that way i think and just to clarify you can actually die in this world like, if you're not an animal person, you can just die at any time. <laughs> but if you are an animal person, or not an animal person, it doesn't really matter, and you die outside of specified areas where battles are supposed to take place, then you can die. So they don't have, have old folks' homes just full of floof balls. No. No, they just have old folks' homes full of cat and dog people. And when I say cat and dog people, I just mean humans with dog ears and tails and cat ears and tails. That's it. I mean, it's anime. I assume that's what you meant. 
you never know. Because, I mean, there have been some actual, like, bipedal cat people in anime. Uh, like, Log Horizon has the one guy. Oh, yeah. And I think there's some other ones, but that's the most prominent one that I can think of right now. Uh, anyways, so, with that out of the way, let's talk about some of the, uh, some quick connections that I made. And by connections, I mean Symphogear connections, because of, <laughs> of course. So, uh, we've got Nana Mizuki, who plays Subasa in Symphogear. She sings the opening, and she also plays a supporting character named Ricotta Elmar. We got uh, Horie Yui, who plays Serena. She does the ending, and she's also the uh, one of the main female characters. Princess... Okay. Mil Hiore... Firiano Biscotti. Something pretentiously and very probably badly translated from Italian. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Well, I mean, Google Docs isn't, like, putting the reg squigglies under any of those words, so... They must be correct. (laughs) I know what Biscotti is. (laughs) Good, good, good. And then we have Vikasa Yoko, who plays Maria... And she plays a supporting character named Brioche de Arquin. Her name's Brioche. And we, oh, and I've also forgot that I realized this later in the season after I wrote down all my connections. But we have Narco-san playing another, like, fox goddess character. <laughs> Nothing to do with Holo. Nothing to do with Holo? Nothing to do with Holo. Although there is a giant, there is a giant fox that shows up at one point. Why must you disappoint me? Anyways, so uh, we got the director Kusakawa Keizo, who did who directed Osura Kryon, uh, a whole lot of Nanoha stuff, Sekure, and Daybreak Illusion, which makes makes some sense in context for some of this. Especially all the clothes flying off, that suddenly makes a lot more sense, like, since he worked on Sekirei as well. Man, yeah. we haven't talked about Sekirei in six months. I, 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 I was resisting the urge to just... When you first mentioned their clothes flying off, I'm like, isn't this like that first thing you reviewed? <laughs> yeah. And notable that... The director did not return for the sequel seasons. And then, uh, also notable person, sound director Kameyama Toshiki, who was a sound director on SSSS Gridman, Bakarina, the same Nanoha stuff as the director, March Comes In Like a Lion, and A Salt Lily Bouquet. So certainly, a lot of good, and a salt lily bouquet. Okay. So quick overview of the plot. So, Shinku is a student at an international school in Japan, and he's super athletic. He's like, when I say athletic, I mean like, American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, isn't he Cornish? I was just get I was just about to get to that. Right. So he's blonde and he's from Cornwall. Already we are seeing 
dramatic divergences from the standard isekai template. Granted, this was before the standard isekai template was a thing, but... Yeah, so he's from Cornwall, he's blonde, and he's super athletic in the American Ninja Warrior type deal. Like, it's so, it's so weird. The day before spring break starts, um, like, he's hanging out with a friend, and then... Basically, he loves to jump off shit. So, he was on the I mean, third floor. doesn't? Fl- I mean, so he, so he was on the third floor of his school. He got out the window, jumped down to the second floor, and then was planning to jump onto the ground so that he could go home and go start his spring break. And then a dog stabbed the ground with a dagger, opening a portal and sending him to the isekai. So this dude parkoured his way into an isekai. Yes. (laughs) And so... That so he ends up getting pulled into a fight between the uh, Biscotti Republic, which isn't a republic, and the uh, Galette Lion Empire. I want to say I don't remember the name. I just remember Galette. I don't know if I'm saying that right. And so he gets involved in the battles as the hero of Biscotti. He gets fancy clothes, uh, some superpowers, and also a ring that can turn into any weapon he wants, which he has turned into a stick. It's more like a staff, but he calls it a stick. I mean, a staff is really just a big stick. Yeah, really. It turns into a sword later, but that's not important. Anyway, so... He has a bunch of shenanigans of the isekai and harem variety. We meet the like main girl in the sundere, and I don't remember who else. Is the sundere short? Yes, but she has short hair. Mm, and it's green. Disappointing. Yeah, just a bit. Sorry. Two out of three. No so Shana. close. <laughs> no, no, not even. <laughs> what did it be? Two out of four? Whatever. Not important. Let's see. Yeah, he goes through some battles. And then some more shenanigans. And then some more shenanigans. And then a big battle. <laughs> and there's some like stuff going on in the background. And it turns out the cat princess uh, had foreseen that the dog princess would die and like in in a sort of like you can't change the future type thing except you you can change the future because her vision changes like multiple times over the course of the series anyways so they end up getting into a fight with a demon who turns out to just be like a corrupted fox spirit. And uh and then they figure out how to send him home. And it's like all sad and stuff because we find out that he can't take anything back with him. 
including memories. But then at the very end, it's like, oh, actually, if you meet these specific conditions, you can come back. Yeah, I was about to say, from my very admittedly quite sparse knowledge of Dog Day, that is an absolute fucking lie. Yeah, well, it's kind of ridiculous, the conditions that he met without even knowing about them. Like, nobody knew about them. being Cornish. No. (laughs) Unfortunately, no. (laughs) Basically, so, there was, like, rules for, like, getting sent back, and it's like, were the conditions okay so the conditions for sending him back were the person who summoned him has to send him back okay um makes sense you have to do it within 16 days of arriving that's strangely arbitrary it's it was also strange because it is literally how long he had until he needed to be back in his world because of a promise he made third condition is that you have to, or not that you have to, you can't bring anything with you that you obtained in the isekai, including memories. Okay. And then the last thing is that you can never return. I thought these were the conditions for him being able to come back. No, this is the conditions to send him back. Oh, okay. No, the conditions to come back. So... Okay. It was basically, you have to give three people a token, like anything, but preferably something from your world, and promise them that you will return. Um, You have to wait 91 days from when you were unsummoned. 91. At least 91 you, you days. You three months. Three months, then you gotta wait that extra day just to make extra sure you want to come back. Yes. And also, the memories that you lose don't disappear until six months pass. And finally, uh, the summoner, who originally summoned you, has to be given a token as well, as well as a written message that with both the hero's name and the summoner's name as well as a commitment to return this seems incredibly arbitrary it is incredibly arbitrary (laughs) and he passed every single fucking thing and there's a lot of questions i have about the world of uh flonyad or whatever it's called the animal people isekai but i gotta admit it's at least you know Somewhat original compared to a lot of modern isekai where it's just like standard fantasy world. And there's also no video game mechanics in this isekai. So it's all just him jumping around, hitting shit with a stick. As far as I can tell, nobody has human ears except for him. That's just like a minor thing. Any elves? No. Okay, good. I mean, there's the fox spirit lady, but that doesn't nah, count. Foxes are fine. There's, there is also the one human that's lived for 150 years, but that doesn't really count either. Uh, There's the rabbit people. Rabbit people? Yeah. 
They have bunny ears. That's it. I got that from rabbit people. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Yeah. It's pretty different from your standard issue isekai that you just pull off the shelf. Um, Really, the only things it has in common is that the person was summoned to the other world and that there is another world. Other than that, it does not really share anything. Because like I said, it's a transitional anime. It is somewhere between the likes of all the Edgekin Harem stuff of, of the late aughts and the upcoming Isekai explosion. Where you have... Where basically the other world is a place to do harem hijinks. So I suppose another difference is that he doesn't go to the Isekai until like halfway through the first episode. And then at the very end of the season, he gets to go back to his world. As that was his goal for like the entire time. Whereas in a more modern Isekai, you'll see someone go to an Isekai and never leave. Or they'll like they'll be in the isekai before we have even acknowledged that they are in an isekai. And I can't state enough that this guy is blonde. So that's pretty dramatically different. Trying to think of a witty comment based on him being blonde. I'm not coming up with anything. Well, he's Cornish, so... He's Cornish. He's fucking Cornish. that That's what threw me the most, oh, is that he's from so Cornwall. Oh, so his hair matches his name. Hey! Hey! <laughs> but seriously, though, just when he was like... Like, his friend's like, you're from Britain, right? And he's like, uh, yeah, well, Cornwall, specifically, but yeah. Cornwall and, and I was like, again. wait, what? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? No, Cornwall never gets mentioned, even in real life. Nobody cares about Cornwall. Sorry to all Cornwallians, <laughs> Cornwallers, Cornish people. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> so this Dog Days is, actually comes after Familiar of Zero. So yes. it is... Familiar of Zero was... 2009. Not long 2000, after. Wait, no. 2006. Uh, Shaka Gun no Shana. Yeah. That was forever ago. So. It was, I'm pretty sure it was before Torador, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Familiar of Zero is really old. <laughs> Relative to <Yeah>. us. <laughs> Relative to us. So. Yeah. So, uh, aside from Astaroth's toy, which I haven't actually seen yet, so I don't know if I can actually count it as like a true isekai or even a proto isekai i know there's two worlds or whatever but yeah. dog days is the last like proto isekai that can still be identified as an isekai and i would offer like insight on what modern what some modern isekai have pulled from this but thinking about it nothing Nobody takes anything from this. Naughty, like, no, this is a lot more in line with with some of the earlier, uh, like, portal fantasy type stories, but with a male protagonist, obviously. 
So, yeah. I really wish I could say more about Dog Days, but nobody cares about it. <laughs> yeah, nobody nobody talks about it. It's it's barely a footnote in these kind so of So you could say that the dog has had its day. I mean, I guess. <laughs> like, seriously, I really wish I could say more about this. And, like, mention how, like, so-and-so series clearly used part of this series's uh, concept or something like that. But no, it's just, it's fine. It's fine, and nobody cares about it. It is adequate for the task at hand, and it came out ten years ago, so... Yeah, yeah. That is accurate. <sighs> Damn shame. I think next Isekai History, I'll have to cover uh, something more modern. Something more... Mo- how do you get more... Oh, I guess, you know, you can actually get to the modern Isekai, but I was going to yeah, say, how do you I, get more modern than, than uh, 2011? I, I'm going to pass over SAO. We'll come back to SAO later, but... Preferably never. I will cover it at some points in the Isekai History series. The series that was the watershed moment. The moments when Isekai became viable. Despite not truly being an Isekai itself, and yada yada yada, you know the drill. Yeah. I mean, it's like a lot of the codifiers for certain things. They wrote the book so they could toss half of it out. True. And then everybody else was like, ooh, hey, a book! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They start gluing pages back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or they just... I need to get them out of order. <laughs> <laughs> or they just or they just took the pages that were thrown out. Uh... And then you get Arfufu, which is gluing the pages back in <laughs> out of order and reading it upside down and backwards. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good shit, good shit. But yeah, that's really all I have to do- say about Dog Days. It is a minor footnote in Isekai history. That is, I was going to say better known for being part of someone else's, like, repertoire or history, but no. I I can't think of anybody who, like, boasts about working on (laughs) dog days. If you liked this episode and want to hear more, come to the Discord and chat with people, and us. And also share this episode and uh, other episodes on the social medias, like Twitter, that we have. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The twaddle, and the book of many faces, and the... uh, What's some snarky, really bad way to say Instagram? Snapple? (laughs) Snapple. <laughs> Snapple caps, yeah. Snapple, Snapple caps, caps, but with pictures. <laughs> I mean, you, you imply that I use social media. This is true. Don't be like Eli. Use social media and follow us on them today. Spoiler alert, we're only on Twitter. And uh, most major places that you can get podcasts from. Yeah. Like Spotify and Anchor. Apple 
music. And a bunch of other ones that I've never heard of before I started I doing owned, podcasts. I haven't, owned an Apple, I haven't owned an Apple product in like 15 years. <laughs> so don't exactly know how those work either anymore. I don't know. I have no idea. I think the last podcast I downloaded from Apple was Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. Technically not a podcast, but <laughs> it was classified as one. Until next time. I've been Lilith. And I have been Eli. And this has been Anime Stroganoff. <laughs>